passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. This is Pax What She Said. Now, here's Perry Goldstein and Maggie Loney. We fall all the way to 207 here. So we're in round six, the sweet spot of where Packers like to take offensive linemen. Um, there is a wide receiver out of Fresno State that's available right now. Um, shout out to Tay uh, for putting <laughs> them on the map. Um, Stetson Bennett is here. <laughs> So there's that. Um, Don't even need to say more. There are plenty of safeties. And let's look at this man. Jason Taylor II from OSU. There are many options. He does not have a good PFF grade. Okay. Um, I really do want to take an offensive lineman, but I'm just not seeing the value necessarily right now. So we're going to have to wait maybe for some of the later picks. I'm going to throw a, do I throw a crazy curveball and take Stetson Bennett? I love Stetson Bennett as the Packers backup quarterback. Like I, on this show, I love him as their backup. He's got national championship experience He's, I think he's older than Jordan Love. He like, is older than Jordan Love, he but he's played a lot of prime time football. Yeah, like and the game's he's not a starter. Right. All right, guys, the Packers are drafting Stetson Bennett in the sixth round. If you didn't do it, I was thinking of doing it. So I'm, I'm yeah. glad we're on the same page here. We'll All right, it. so, so two oh seven. Um, Keaton Mitchell is still on my board. He's on PFF's big board as one forty seven, and he, we're on pick two oh seven in this draft. So to me. Knowing he was brought in for a Packers top 30 visit, that just feels like in you know an abundance of riches to get him 60 picks later than he was projected for PFF. So I'm going to make the easy choice here. He's literally the best player available on my board, and mm-hmm. I'm going to take my running back of the future. Love that. 
Um, I am also looking for a running back, but the value hasn't necessarily been there. I also have some guys at 232 that are um, ranked a lot higher than where we're currently at on the board, including Trey Dean, who's a safety out of Florida. I think that we're past the point of anyone where I'd want to take a wide receiver. Um, we have a few offensive linemen available to us, but I think I'm going to go with the ranked 177 player by PFF at 232 and take the safety out of Florida. All right. I like it. I've got a couple wide receivers here. Stetson Bennett is still on my board <laughs> if I wanted to follow in your footsteps. Um, but this player, it's again, another, just it feels like the stars are aligning here. Scott Matlock, the defensive lineman out of Boise State, was brought in for a top 30 visit earlier this week with the Packers. I adore him. And I think he's a great fit. He can play kind of some A-gap, some B-gap, um, let Kenny Clark move around a little bit really high relative athletic score, kind of freaky athlete as well. Um, so he's available here for me. Love the idea of adding to the defensive line. Kind of wish I could have done it sooner, um, but no time like the present. So I'm going to take Scott Matlock, knowing that he was a top 30 pick for the Packers or a top 30 visit and uh, draft him at 232. Very fun. So the Packers pick very quickly again at 235. And this is obviously assuming that they are sticking with where they are. Um, there are many an option here. Okay. You can search for a specific player. This is a very, this is our first year for everyone listening um, <laughs> using PFF. So we bear with us. There's Grant Dubose, a wide receiver, 62201. It's actually more he's only the thresholds <laughs> yeah that is the threshold he's only 21 um he's the 179th ranked player he is a um, <laughs> he feels like a packer um we have a big boy in jake andrews who's a center he's 305 wow it's a big boy travis die h back i think we have enough of those currently on our roster so yeah we're gonna go with uh the wide receiver from charlotte I like that a lot. The more I, the more I like see him, the more I think that he just is such a packer. He meets all their thresholds and there's not many receivers in the class that meet all yeah. of their thresholds. Um, Stetson Bennett is still on my board. He just continues to slide. Poor um, Stetson. Jalen Marino Cropper out of Fresno state. You mentioned him earlier. He's still here, but I think he's a little bit undersized for the Packers. Um, so I'm, I'm not going to roll the dice with him. There's a player that I really like, and I think he'll be available at 242, but I don't want to risk it this late in the draft. Um, so I'm going to take Trevor Reed. He's a tackle out of Louisville, and he played only left tackle for his entire career, which is just such a Packers move for an offensive lineman. And if you run his relative athletic score um, as, an, as a guard, it gets even higher. It's already elite, and if you run it as a guard, he gets even better, so... I like the idea of the Packers bringing him in as a depth piece that can play probably anywhere on their offensive line. But we know that they really value those guys with left tackle experience. Yes. So I'm going to take Trevor Reed. He's like my sneaky late day three pick for the Packers that just, I think, makes so much sense that if he is in green and gold, come come find me on Twitter because I feel like this just <laughs> this, is, this is the move. 
it is the move. And they, you're right. They do, um, they do tend to only take like tackles and then just like move them around as they see fit. So I'm also looking and someone they brought in for a visit tackle Kadeem Telfort is still on the board. Um, There are a couple other defensive linemen, outside linebackers. Um, Let's see if Evan Hull is still on the board. Nope, he was taken. I feel like the Packers are just, like, so offensively focused right now, um, as they should be, like we said, with Jordan Love. But they have to – they just have to protect him. That's like number one, right. For your young quarterback. And I know that we kind of feel like the line is somewhat set, but they always go into camp with at least, I think 11, 11 to 12 offensive tackles or linemen rather. So I'm going to take Telfort. I know it's a little rich, but the Packers brought him in and he's there. So welcome to green Bay. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, it makes sense, right? Your seventh round, especially this late in the seventh round, like we're talking 242. There's 259 picks in the draft. Like these are your guys that you could probably get as unrestricted free agents, but you want to make sure undrafted free agents, but you want to make sure that you have them in your building. So Mm -hmm. taking a gamble on somebody who's maybe a little bit rich, not too big of a deal. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus um, so I'm going to take actually, since I don't have a backup yet for Jordan love and I'm not, I'm not convinced as a general manager that Danny Elling is my guy as the backup in green Bay. I'm going to take Malik Cunningham. So my second Louisville pick in two picks, um, the quarterback got a Louisville Malik Cunningham, just about the same age as Jordan love had a really, really good 2021 season less so in 2022. But I think that he, can develop into a nice backup for Jordan Love. And I think they have some some similar skill sets. So taking him at 242. Awesome. Last pick. Last pick. I'm going to just take top ring player on my board. He is a defensive lineman, Jonah Tavai from San Diego State. That's funny. He's also the the best available player on my board. Um, But I'm going to take... Dejuan Johnson, the defensive lineman out of Toledo. Um, I know he met with the Packers at the Combine. And if memory serves, I'm pretty sure that uh, J. Ron Elliott was one of their last players out of Toledo. So I, I loved J. Ron Elliott. So if he can play anything like him, that'll be a, that'll be a good time. Even though J. Ron Elliott was undrafted. I think Kadar Holman was the last Toledo prospect to be in Green Bay. But... I know he met with them at the combine, so I'll round out my draft with him. 
Amazing. So we have our final. What did PFF give you on your grade of your right. draft? <laughs> so my worst pick per PFF was a C plus and it was taking the tackle Trevor Reed in round seven. They gave me a C plus for that. Every other pick um, was no lower than a B, which I, I'm very flattered by. So my overall draft grade is an A. Me too. <laughs> um, I got a C for taking the tackle in the seventh round, but otherwise I got basically all A. I got an A plus for taking Stetson Bennett round six, guys. So everyone wants Stetson Bennett. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think he makes so much sense as the backup he quarterback for the Packers. So I'm curious what your first round was with the simulator. Yeah, so... I'll, I'll do the first three rounds. Christian Gonzalez was an A. Uh, my edge rusher at pick 42, uh, Felix Anadiki Uzama was also an A. Luke Musgrave was an A minus. And then Jonathan Mingo was an A at, at pick 78. Great. Okay. We did it. So this was fun. This is like one of my this, favorite shows of the year that we do. This was fun. Let's see how it goes. I actually very much like my draft. I like it more than I thought that I would. Um, I have the Packers taking Miles Murphy, Darnell Washington, Sam Laporta, Rasheed Rice, and Jacqueline Roy in the fourth round. So they go heavy on the offensive weapons, but still grab um, players that they need at positions of need. Though we did not, uh, we took a safety in round seven. So we'll see how that turns out (laughs) for your, your good old Green Bay Packers. Yeah. I mean, I think this was just a really interesting case study in like, one, how different the board falls, and two, not to like continuously talk about this, but the Packers don't necessarily know what they have yet in Jordan Love. They think they have an idea. Otherwise, they would not have made this trade to send Aaron Rodgers to the Jets. Like They would have kept him as long as possible. So they have two years now, assuming they pick up his fifth-year option, which we both think they will, to evaluate Jordan Love and find out if he's the guy before they offer him a mega contract. So this draft, I think we talked about it at the top of the show, really needs to be about finding offensive weapons to make sure you can effectively evaluate your quarterback because we've seen so many investments in in the first round and in free agency on the defensive side of the ball that now you need to know how your offense can be put together without guys like Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. It's true. It's very true. Um, I said it earlier, but just to add on to that, I just think the Packers have a bunch of holes. You know, they just need to add playmakers and athletes to this team and they now have the draft capital in order to do so after this trade with Aaron Rodgers. And so I think no matter how the board falls in both of our drafts, they're, they're going out and getting those guys. um, And they're just going to kind of bolster this roster. This season is going to be a roller coaster, but I think it's the first time in a very long time that the Packers are about to be a very young team. And I think with all that, um, you know, lack of experience comes with a lot of excitement and, um, you know, moldability, if you will. This team can be really, really exciting if they hit on some of these young guys. So brand new, baby. Brand new. Although, to be fair, if they draft Stetson Bennett, the average age of their football team goes up. So <laughs> <Just> <laughs> <go>. <laughs> oh, Stetson. Sorry, we have so many jokes for you. <laughs> No, I'm, I'm really excited. And 
like I said, this is one of my favorite shows we do every year. We fall in love with prospects. We watch them go to all of the NFC North teams that we hate. And then we do it all over again. So, you know, we'll enjoy this. We'll have an episode probably coming out super early next week, evaluating all of the picks the Packers made, all their undrafted free agents that they brought in, anything that shakes up between now and then. And then we're just going to talk about football. We're going to talk about the Packers and the roster as it currently stands and not players that we love, but players that are actually wearing green and gold as Green Bay Packers. So we're almost there. Really exciting. In a week or two, we're going to have the draft or the draft. See, I can't stop talking about it. We're going to have the schedule come out and we'll yeah. get to talk about who Jordan Love is playing in his very first game as an official NFL starter. So really lots of exciting things to look forward to. You can find Pax What She Said content Later this week, we will be part of the draft special. Um, Baldy's hosting it. If you like Baldy's breakdowns, make sure you tune in. That'll be 7 Eastern time. So you can hop on over to the Odyssey stream. Find us available on Twitch. You can find the podcast on Twitter at PWSS Podcast. You can find Perry on Twitter at Perry underscore Goldstein. You can find me on Twitter at Maggie J. Loney. Thank you, as always, for listening to the show. And go Pack Go! Go Pack Go! 2400 Sports is an Odyssey company.